Hi, welcome to another episode of Not Another Bad Movie Podcast with me, your host, Megan Tripp. Today, we have a returning guest, Tim Halsizer. Hi, Tim. Hey, how you doing, Megan? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for being back. So It's good to be here. <laughs> so uh, we watched a movie about the royals, specifically uh, Duchess of Sussex and Duke of Sussex. Sussex. Wow, that's harder to say than it should be. <laughs> <laughs> the Duke of Sexism. <laughs> uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. So did you follow, do you follow any British royalty stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say that I should probably admit to people that I did not watch the original 2018 movie, Harry and Meghan, A Royal Romance. Neither did but, I. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I am familiar with their love story, thanks to the worldwide media. Yeah. <laughs> so these were not new characters to you. You you knew... <laughs> That they were based oh, on real people. I'm 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 so excited to get pulled into their world. <laughs> uh, actually, last night I did go on YouTube and watch the um, somebody had uploaded the scene from the first movie where he proposes to her in the kitchen. Oh, okay. So uh, I did see that. Very romantic. <laughs> I was actually really impressed. I had to like double check to make sure that they cast somebody that wasn't Meghan Markle because she looks a lot like her. Oh, in the first movie? Um, I get Well, she plays her in both. Uh, Tiffany Smith. Oh, really? It's the same woman in both? I think it's the same couple of actors. Okay, because my sister said that she like really liked who they cast in the first movie. Um, oh. And she really didn't like the person they cast in the second movie. Oh. But I um, don't know. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me take a quick peek here. It's Tiffany Smith for the second one. Let's see who it was for the first. Okay, so let's see. Well, young Megan is is oh, that's a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I oh, you're right. It was Parisa Fitzhenley in the first one. Oh, okay. And I guess I, they sh- they only showed it like over her shoulder. You just saw Harry kneeling down, so I didn't really get a good look at her. I guess. Oh, okay. In the, it was a short clip I watched. Um, but while, yeah, while I was watching this 2019 one, Becoming Royal, I was just really impressed with, uh, with how much she resembles Megan. Yeah. At first I didn't think she looked that much like her, I guess, because I was primed to think that from what my sister said, but she really got that smile. Actually, I think the second girl looks a lot more like Megan Markle than the first girl does. I think Tiffany Smith looks more like her than, um. Yeah, that's what I, Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Huh. I don't know what my sister's talking about. <laughs> she so she thought the the she thought that the person in the first movie looked more like Meghan Markle? Yeah. Wow, just looking on IMDb, I don't see the resemblance. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> Don, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um I can't say that Charlie Field resembles Prince Harry too much other than no. red red hair. Yeah. Red hair, British accent, you get the idea. <laughs> yeah. He kind of suggests Prince Harry rather than being <laughs> Prince Harry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um So the one we watched, what is it called? Becoming Royal? Right, yeah, 2019. I I didn't realize um, when I got my assignment that it was going to be such a new movie. That's exciting. Yeah, um, they Lifetime usually only has like the most recent movies up on their um, like to be like on demand stuff. Mm. So, um. Apparently, because of all the Meghan and Harry stuff in the news, they decided to put those back on the on-demand. Because I think Uh, this is from, like, July or something. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was interesting watching something with ads, because I watch so much Netflix and Hulu and stuff now that I (laughs) I haven't seen ads in a while. (laughs) So, um, yeah, there was one point where they they had this 15-second ad for, like, Petco or something in their grooming services, and a little girl, like makes the grooming appointment on her app for her mom. Mm-hmm. 
and they showed this 15 second commercial literally four times in a row for like one oh, minute. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but that's what mute buttons are for. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's weird when you watch um, TV on like websites. Uh, mm. It seems to like not understand how to send you ads so it'll repeat ads a lot (laughs) or it'll start an ad and then stop it and then go back to the movie and it seems to be like they've never refined that (laughs) (laughs) yeah they should have like uh i don't know coding but it should be like if already played then choose different ad right (laughs) (laughs) um so this movie She's already been proposed to you. That happened at the end of the other movie. You saw the clip. <laughs> Did your due diligence. Um, what We start with Megan uh, wrapping up on, what is it, suits, I guess? I don't know. I guess it must be, right? They didn't specifically say it. Maybe they were afraid of getting sued <laughs> by suits. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she, yeah. her character's getting married. And then they're like, and that's a wrap on her. And now she's going to go. And that's where we meet her friend who helps her on the day of her wedding. I don't know yeah. if we ever get his name. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's, I feel like if we had watched the first movie, we w- would have been really invested in these characters. Be like, oh, there's Jimmy. and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, because the, then they cut to her like saying goodbye to these three children and some woman who's very obviously very close to her, and I'm uh-huh. like, oh, you folks, all right. <laughs> it's gonna be so hard saying goodbye to you. <laughs> you people, <laughs> I've grown I'm sure, are very important. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten so attached to you in these three seconds. <laughs> it's funny too because yes, she's saying goodbye to the children, but like, it kind of starts like the scene starts in the middle (laughs) and so she's like already petting the dog like and i'll miss you most of all little dog (laughs) and then she like remembers there's children there and she's like oh yeah and you guys get to be in the wedding and i'll see you later (laughs) yeah this movie was in hyperdrive from the first second i thought we were watching a recap or something at first (laughs) i know it's very fast Yeah, it's it doesn't really. If it seems like they were definitely not going for like a traditional movie like pacing and everything, so much is just like a let's let's knock out the events of this this romance. Yeah, I I guess because they felt like everyone. I I kind of want to say they assume that you know everything about these people, but I then we'll have like bits of dialogue and exposition where it's like yeah i know <laughs> so i don't actually know how they were putting this together yeah i forget that i forget what the name for people who love the royals is but i think it was definitely sort of aimed a lot at them yeah um yeah crown knights uh, royalists uh, <laughs> probably <laughs> monarchy in the uk i, I don't know <laughs> Anyway, um, then she walks outside the house, and the um, the movie can't accept any subtext. So some paparazzo says, "Will the royals really accept you?" <laughs> <laughs> so it was subtle, but I got it. Because <laughs> uh, we, as the audience, are wondering, you know, is she going to be accepted by the royals? <laughs> and we needed someone, a surrogate, to. Uh, yell it at her face (laughs) (laughs) it's like every bad paper i wrote in high school in this paper i will attempt to (laughs) (laughs) yes um then we see harry and will um at i guess kensington and Mm. um will and kate uh worked on gran (laughs) to get um megan to be able to go to christmas and Kate didn't yeah. do Christmas until after they were married. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's already like this whole like, oh, American coming in and shaking things up narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he refers to the family as, quote, the firm. <laughs> yeah. All through the movie. Is that is that like a normal thing that's 
known? I didn't I, I didn't know it. I mean, maybe. I, it's not known to me, but then again, it wouldn't be known to me because I don't really care about royalty that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. I don't follow it. I mean, yeah, they could have called them the corporation. I would have been like, all right. Mm, okay. <laughs> if that's what they're called. I feel like I could be wrong, but isn't that like what the mafia is called? <laughs> <laughs> the firm. Yeah. Like if you're trying to be like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I associate it with, or um, or the the Tom Cruise John Grisham movie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's just really into John Grisham, <laughs> Prince William. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> what What did you think of the uh, Prince William casting? Uh, I mean, it's just a balding tall man, but that works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's kind of a non presence in the movie he's, yeah. he's there sometimes and mm-hmm. yeah what did you think of him <laughs> uh i didn't think he was really that great of an actor and uh i couldn't tell if it was a bald cap or if it was really him mm-hmm. but um i don't know the resemblance wasn't super strong yeah i don't know he was fine whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um then megan arrives <laughs> oh, did did we did we cover the um they introduce us to Good Day UK? Oh yes, Good Day UK. Tell us about Good Day UK. <laughs> oh, it's it's this apparently like a morning show on TV in England. I I assume it's fake. Yeah. And uh, it's hosted by Caspian Sharp, <laughs> and and Bridget Dover, and they they sort of walk us through the movie, like coming back to them every once in a while to like. You know, again, totally not subtly commenting on the events that we're seeing on screen. Like, oh, I can't believe she did that. Or, oh, it looks like things are going well. Yeah. <laughs> so there's sort of like a weird framing device. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't tell if I liked it or didn't. Like, it, it was stupid. So yeah. on that level, I didn't. But it's not well, like the British media is like super subtle. Like, they are dumb so it's not wrong you know (laughs) i mean it's kind of a little small spoiler alert i wasn't super invested in like the actual storyline so cutting to these people in the tv thing was like kind of a nice little like oh yes let's get away from the royal story for a a minute (laughs) how's bridget doing (laughs) yeah ah boy oh i've I forgot a choice Prince William line from when he's talking to his bro. Mm-hmm. He said he's talking about getting the home ready um, for her arrival. And he's like, you've got to get the chi just right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he also like makes a big deal that his brother has champagne and flowers. And he's like, oh, you went all out. And it's like. I mean, not really. Like, <laughs> my bride to be is coming from another country. I think this is kind of good. Yeah. And, and then uh, Harry says to him, "Get out of here! That bald head is messing with my feng shui." <laughs> yeah, he makes like I don't know three or four bald jokes. <laughs> yeah, I really wonder if in real life uh, they have that kind of relationship where like William is cool with bringing that up all the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. In in this universe, it's like, I don't know, the way that they play around is always talking about William's bald head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's there's some there's some interesting character choices, but we'll get to to some of the others, <laughs> the queen. <laughs> <laughs> um when she comes uh, they do that like, oh, we're going to pretend to be other people for a minute. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I guess I'll have to marry you, random stranger, because you're so beautiful. And she's like, I guess that's okay. And then they start kissing. <laughs> and they have that whole conversation about what's a snog. <laughs> and he calls her a swat later. Uh, yeah. What, what was that again? I, somebody who, like, gets upset over nothing or something or... Oh, okay. Borrows trouble or something. I've never heard of a SWAT before. I've heard of a snog uh, before, but I've never heard of a SWAT. <laughs> yeah, snogs is pretty standard British English that I'm aware of, but yeah, SWAT, I don't know. I yeah. only know SWAT of, of 
you know, special weapons and tactics. Right. <laughs> or or video game kids swatting each other by calling the police. Yeah. That's the yeah. only meaning for me, too. <laughs> That's what he meant. He knows she's a big gamer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't swat me, Megan. <laughs> it just felt like between those two words, it was like, get it? He's British and she's American. They're so different from each other. <laughs> okay. How will this work? <laughs> um, they have very specific plans for their wedding. Um, at first, they're a little vague about it. But in the next scene, they explain that they want a black preacher and a gospel choir. Yeah. She gets up in the middle of the night after sex, I think, to like <laughs> start planning their wedding that's six months away. That was interesting. I mean, this movie is moving, though. <laughs> yeah, this movie is not waste time. It's like 80-something minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, then they go to Christmas, and it's supposed to be just the family, but Leonard is there. Oh, yes. What is he, the Queen's secretary or some, something like that? Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's prickly. It's funny because I feel like he's probably like an amalgam character. Like the whole staff gets wrapped up into this one person. That's a really good point. Yeah, he's, there's probably no Leonard. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing not. <laughs> They're like, we need a stuffy kind of person who will slowly warm to her. Yeah. Um, she doesn't need to curtsy to some people, but she does need to curtsy to the children because they're in line. Mm. Yeah. Uh, guy from the nanny is Charles. That's exciting. (laughs) (laughs) That was a nice little moment. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they this this movie tells us that like everybody gives gag gifts in the royal family on Christmas. Is that is I wonder? I don't know. I I didn't bother looking it up. I didn't look it up. I feel like I've heard that before, but I don't know if that was like a false memory or not it would make sense Hmm. to me though because it's not like you need anything if you're a royal you have tons of money you have everything that you'd need yeah so you don't want to like get each other real gifts (laughs) did you catch um who that blonde woman was who's like a mean girl yeah i looked up her name and she's like i don't know bridget or something i don't know who she's meant to be in real life yeah i wonder if there's a real bridget she, she didn't come off very nice in the film, so I don't know. The film doesn't seem to like really take any pot shots at anybody, no. at least no real people. Yeah, <laughs> it's like very much a puff piece. Yeah, I feel like I've seen bits of the first movie, and I think Bridget was in that too, and she was just like the entire. Um, aristocracy that was like I don't like you because you're a commoner and divorced and I Mm. might be slightly racist but I'll be like vague about it (laughs) right um so she's there and she's rude I don't know what does she do specifically at the Christmas party I feel like she wasn't that terrible at the Christmas party yet she was I don't know. It I, it didn't really hit me as being super mean. It was just kind of like, oh, hello, yeah, like not super effusive. Yeah. I don't I don't really remember what she said. I it just remember some of the stuff she says later. Later is worse. <laughs> mm. Um, Megan gets the queen a singing hamster gift. It goes over well, and then she does some event in public with the family oh she goes to church with them oh yes church on christmas day yeah and she wears a brown hat (laughs) (laughs) yes caspian and bridget totally dunk on that yeah mostly mostly caspian because he's like the the super jerk yeah it looks like a poo emoji (laughs) (laughs) and the thing that's so funny about it is like they have such sad music underneath him talking about her hat (laughs) <laughs> that it's like, oh no, 
something terrible happened. Oh wait, she just wore the wrong hat. That's that's the terrible <laughs> thing that's happening. Okay. <laughs> oh no. How will she ever bounce back from this? <laughs> it's just no coming back. <laughs> um. Then they're gonna play charades. Charades. <laughs> they correct her pronunciation. And they say, you know, British people don't like show-offs. And that's pretty true. I would say that's true of British culture. Like, you you should be, like, good at what you do, but stay in your lane and don't, like, stand out too much. <laughs> yeah. Like, they sort of... we When we're introduced to the Queen at the Christmas thing, like, that's where I started to wonder about her characterization because they make her like smiley and laughing and really fun loving yeah and then they double down on it with charades <laughs> they really do <laughs> uh, and i was like is this really what i everything i've ever read or seen about the queen makes her look kind of you know a little more serious yeah <laughs> but in the charades thing they're like she's miming a fart <laughs> Because she's doing Gone with the Wind. (laughs) And I'm like, come on. (laughs) I was like, I don't think that happened. (laughs) I I do not think anything like that happens. Ever. (laughs) I'm pretty sure if they ever played charades, then the queen was on the other side of the room kind of watching them with maybe a vague smile. But yeah, you know. I mean, that's true of a lot of families, right? Like, the older people will be like, oh, I'll just watch you play. You know, they don't necessarily get involved. Yeah, I, I, it's hard to imagine this 92-year-old woman jumped up and, like, waved a hand over her bum. <laughs> um, somebody wrote uh, Get Out as a movie to do charades on. Yeah, I guess they had all put movie titles into a hat to yeah. choose from. And, it, and apparently Get Out is like, oh, don't you know Megan's not white? <laughs> How do they do that? They like start reading the description like a horror film where a uh, black man goes to meet his white family, the white family of his girlfriend. And oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder what that next sentence <laughs> said. <laughs> I don't know. We'll never know. Yeah. Uh, that was really funny. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and then they get uh, they get to sit down with the queen and uh, kind of discuss some wedding ideas. And she's like super down with everything. Yeah. Like immediately. Like she was already thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, I think it would be lovely if you had a black preacher. It's like, oh, OK, great. <laughs> yeah, have some old time religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They again not a conversation that i believe ever happened there were probably like 17 go-betweens with uh, all the information between them and her like notes being passed back and forth they would request (laughs) a preacher who is not anglican (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i mean harry's supposed to be pretty tight with uh like he's her favorite so they may have actually sat down and her been like yeah it's good (laughs) okay all right, I'll go with that. Because I did hear that, like, all of their stuff was sorted out over Christmas and that Megan got along really well with the Queen. Oh, uh, you see? I should have read up more. I just put my... <laughs> putting my ruby slipper in my mouth. Apparently, the Queen really liked Megan because, like, the dogs like Megan. Oh, that's got to be big. Yeah. Anyways, lots of dogs in this movie. We see yes. one of the corgis, and then Megan has, like, two dogs, one of which she leaves in Canada. I guess because right. he's too big or not trained well enough, or I don't know. And we see Kate Middleton grab one of the children. She's like, not that one, that one bites. <laughs> um, yeah, that Queen. Kate Middleton, I mean, she has long, dark hair, so I guess that works. <laughs> yeah you know come to think of it she's probably the worst like well her and harry are probably tied for being like furthest away from resembling the real people yeah that's probably true um Mm. so after that what they uh 
I can't remember if it was like Caspian and Bridget narrating, but they go through like the whole like cake, champagne, flowers, invitations, all that choice, all those choices. Yep. Um, and yeah, at one point they like, they cut to Megan talking to her mom on the phone and she's chopping celery in, mm-hmm. in the kitchen, but like she's, she brings down the, <laughs> the cleaver on the celery from like over a foot away. <laughs> it's, it's very like, unsafe. <laughs> it is some of the worst vegetable chopping I've ever seen. And I'm not, I'm not like a chef or anything. <laughs> It's just like all you need to do is like slightly lift up the knife and then move yeah. it to the right and then slice down. Like you don't need to go. Ha! <laughs> 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 also, she's constantly like looking over her shoulder to look at the um, the computer because she's doing a video chat with her mom, and you, right. you just like expect her to like lose a finger the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> And then she picks up the dog, and it licks her in the face, and then she immediately kisses ha- Harry, and it grossed me out so bad. <laughs> oh, I missed that. I gotta go back and watch that. Uh, dog snog. <laughs> uh, I think the next big scene is Harry finds out that um, white powder has been sent to the palace addressed to her yes yes that's like that's like the first and one of the few like things in the movie that actually has a little weight to it yeah because they actually come right out and say like uh yeah there was probably some racism going on there yeah and he's like it's not like the first time this has happened but this time right leaked to the press that this happened so there's gonna be like news stories about it yeah, and I he doesn't to even want to before it came out or something. Yeah, he doesn't even want to tell her what the note said. Yeah. So it had to be like really disgusting. Yeah. Um, that could have been like a really powerful scene, but they just kind of like I don't know talk at each other. It feels like. Yeah, they go straight from that to like reassuring and and compliment each other. Like, well, anyway, they can do what they like, but. I just know that you're the finest person I've ever known, and your bravery, yeah, <laughs> you know, inspires me every moment of every day. Like, yeah, and then she's like, "Well, what you had to deal with with your mother? Like, you're such a brave person." And it's just like, it doesn't one, it doesn't sound like two humans talking to each other, <laughs> and two, it's like trying to remind the audience, like. These are two strong people who have had to deal with, like, difficult things, which is true. But, like, the way they go about it is really ham-fisted. Yeah, it was, it was the kind of dialogue that, like, probably plays pretty well on the pages of, like, a romance novel mm-hmm. and stuff. But hearing it out loud, especially in something based off of a true story, is, like, r- jarring. Yeah. Um... Oh, and then uh, Megan goes to the, um, what is it, the hub kitchen? I had to do a little bit of Googling because I didn't actually know any of this story at all. Oh, yeah. So tell me what you found. Um, so there was, oh, a kitty. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'm easily she distracted. Was, she was meowing and I didn't want her to like meow all over the recording. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, I think there was like, a, I did a very basic google but i i think there were some refugees that were living in a tower called grenfell tower and then there was a fire in 2017 uh so they were displaced from it and um then they the some of the people who lived there started a kitchen called hub kitchen and like they they helped feed uh the homeless and helped like women and children and so that's where she's helping out is uh oh, okay hub which i guess is arabic for love or something yeah that's what they said yeah yep so that that's as much as i get <laughs> yeah and then the the crown decides that that's an issue she's getting too political mm-hmm. and she's just been discussing the me too movement and 
So there's a little small row about all that stuff. Yeah, because William wants to, I don't know, just be like generally positive, but not have anything that looks like pro-immigrant or anything. Um, so he's like trying to persuade Harry to persuade Megan to kind of clam up about the things that she naturally would want to talk about. Right. And that's when they send in good old Leonard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he, yeah, this is where we finally, uh, we find out that Leonard, uh, is actually gay. Yeah. He says, he, he says that old queen has sent this old queen to keep you in line. <laughs> I wrote that line down too. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing about that line is they have like sad, suspenseful music as he's saying it, which is totally <laughs> out of place. It's like the that's music a joke, guys, like lighten up. <laughs> yeah. They just had like some stock score that they yeah. threw into this movie. <laughs> Later, he refers to himself as, I know you think of me as pale, male, and stale. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Leonard has the best lines. He's not a real Definitely. person, but he, he has the best lines. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I de- I always, anytime Leonard was off screen, I was like, it was like, you know, Poochie on The Simpsons. I was like, where's Leonard? <laughs> G- give me more Leonard. <laughs> um, earlier, um, Megan wanted to have the emerald tiara for her wedding and then they said that she couldn't have it and that it made her look like a bridezilla but it turns out that um it was already spoken for by i think eugenie so that's why she couldn't have it but they didn't just come out and tell her for some reason (laughs) right yeah he's uh what does he say something like um straightforward communication isn't isn't done or something i'd yeah he made it seem like it was a British thing that there's no straightforward communication and I was like I think that's a royal thing like yeah I've talked to plenty of British people who speak their mind (laughs) (laughs) like there's always like I mean there's certainly like passive aggressive stuff like yeah but Americans do do that that. too okay (laughs) but it's not like oh you can't do that because somebody else is doing it instead like an American would tell you that, but so would a British person who wasn't a part of a weird royal family where that is, like, not done. <laughs> right. Anyways. She has to get... <laughs> she has to get baptized Anglican because she went to a Catholic school, so it looks like she's Catholic. And she's like, but my religion is yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Then the uh, the priest pours water all over her and, like, dabs her down with the... I'm assuming it's probably a sacred cloth or whatever. <laughs> or just a napkin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, just a communion napkin. Um, did we get ooh, did we get to my fa- one of my favorite scenes, the kidnap training scene? <laughs> I mean it's not really a scene, it's more of like a quick montage of her like running around and <laughs> getting kidnapped. Yeah, she's like uh taking her morning jog and then like four people in black come out and, and like quote unquote try to kidnap her and then she basically like kicks the crap out of them all because she has to be trained on how to deal with kidnapping yeah and the, and like the in the voiceover or whatever like so i think it's leonard or somebody says like oh yes all the royals have had to go through this training i'm like really like it's hard <laughs> to imagine the queen like doing a drop kick and like punching a guy in the that's immediately what I thought of too. I just immediately saw the actress playing the queen. I was like, please, please cut to the queen doing the same thing. <laughs> oh, that would have made uh, the movie. But they don't. <laughs> no. I don't know. Maybe the queen had to do some sort of kidnap training when she was, she like right before she got the crown because she at that time was like what nineteen or something. Yeah, so. I have watched the crown season one and most of season two. Did they have a kidnap training sequence? (laughs) Unfortunately, very few action sequences in the crown. Oh, man. (laughs) But uh, they don't cover everything, so I'm sure that there was some sort of, like, security training. Mm -hmm. Although in the 50s or or whatever, they they probably weren't doing so much Krav Maga. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um, I just love the idea of her, like, holding a tiny handbag 
And then she opens it up and there's like brass knuckles in there or something. <laughs> don't don't touch me. Um Oh, then she talks to her dad on the phone. Yes, the Tom Markle scandal. This mm-hmm. must have been a big deal in, in real life for people who are following the the whole thing. The thing with me is, is I'll like read headlines and be like, ah, and then immediately forget what I read. <laughs> so I know that Tom Markle caused a lot of problems and there was like some open letter about like how he was mad that he wasn't invited or something mm, or okay. that. I don't know. She had changed as a person. I don't know. She's had a lot of different family members like come out and say like mean things about her to the press. Okay. But like specifically who said what when I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I'm sure they played fast and loose with the truth on this one. Cause like at first they say he's not coming to the wedding because he had a heart condition or something. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, no, it was no big deal. But and, and yeah. but then like he he like gets mad and he like yells at her and hangs up and I'm like but dude you're the one that purposely sold these photos to the paparazzi and made the whole thing a problem like don't get on your high horse now and be like well if you don't love me yeah like, <laughs> unfortunately he seems like the sort of person who would do that in real life. <laughs> and be like i'm your dad you have to respect me also i get to be a total asshole (laughs) right also during the scene where she's talking to her dad did you did you notice her shirt it's her shirt said spiritual gangster (laughs) it's so funny because they do so much in this movie to make you like really root for megan and you are and then she'll be like, my religion is yoga. And then she'll have a shirt on that's a spiritual gangster. Later, someone says, you know what you always say? You get five minutes to be emotional and then you have to be an OG. And you're like, girl, you're making it real hard for me to like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean... She is an actor from L.A. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I can't remember anything else before the wedding. Oh, my favorite part happens. So, (laughs) uh, what is his name? I can look that up really quickly. Charles Shaughnessy. I guess that's how you say his name. Shaughnessy? Okay, that sounds right. <laughs> uh, the guy from The Nanny. He uh, plays Charles, and um, Megan can't be walked down the aisle by Tom because he's not coming anymore. Mm. Kind of, he threw a hissy fit, might be having heart palpitations, and the royal family doesn't want him there because he's, like, trouble. And so they go see Charles and Camilla, and... Um, he, he says that, you know, I can take you part of the way um, up the aisle to show how excited we are to welcome you into our family. And he does seem genuinely excited. And I was like, really moved by that. <laughs> yeah, he, he's actually like a good actor. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, funny. that was a nice scene. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that was a nice scene. Yeah, because like the rest of the movie is really silly (laughs) and it's by everyone doing like a c plus job and then you have a real actor and you're like oh i believe you and i believe this scene and i'm actually moved by this (laughs) yeah yeah it was a nice actual like movie quality moment yeah (laughs) amidst a fluffy lifetime (laughs) thing (laughs) and it it could have been just because you know it's Friday night and I was tired, but I did get a little choked up. <laughs> Maybe it's because I watched so many Hallmark Christmas movies uh, this this past holiday season that mm-hmm. like, I guess I wasn't as tuned in as I normally would to like how C plus this movie really is. Like, <laughs> it's kind of shoddily put together. Yeah, but I and guess prob- at this point you're kind of expecting it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and it probably took him like two weeks or something to make. Yeah. Um. Then I think we have the actual wedding day. Um. She's wearing white, even though she's a divorcee. <clears throat> and she has like this fancy veil that has all this like embroidery on it. But like, I think oh, yeah. the actual veil that they used didn't really look like that. <laughs> Would they say they, they embroidered it with like a flower from every Commonwealth or something? So mm-hmm. she could carry the entire British whatever... Yeah. I can't we can't I say we can't call it an empire anymore, but you know what I mean. <laughs> the former empire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And one you know, milkweed thistle or whatever from where she's from, I don't know. Some California some kind of flower. Poppy. Yeah. There you go. California poppy. <laughs> one piece of ragweed from California. <laughs> um and then her friend uh, her friend's daughter's there, and she's like, you can do this, because the little girl's nervous that she's going to fall. And she's like, you need to say, I can do this. And then she ends up saying to herself, like, I can do this. <laughs> yeah, that's a cute kid. They did a good job yeah. finding a cute kid. And then she's in the car with her mom, and um, the mom is, like, reminiscing and encouraging her. And she says, a whole lot of people are going to be lifted up today. And I actually got a little choked up at that moment, too. <laughs> yeah, because they, they do cut to um, uh, a black girl along the the route. And she looks like she's, you know, being lifted up yeah. <laughs> emotionally. Yeah. So it was cool. Yeah. This, again, every once in a while, you get a nice moment in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, I don't know. They didn't really, they had a lot of ideas in this movie, but they didn't really have a story in this movie. So they were kind of just like, okay, we're going to have a moment where this happens. We're going to have a moment where that happens. But I liked her mom. I could have used yeah. more of her mom in this movie. Yeah. She was a good actress. Yeah. That could have, I don't know, worked better than her talking to her friend who I didn't think much about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, and then of course we have, is it Bridget the Blonde? Um, uh, have we gotten to the point, the part where she like says that mean stuff to her? I can't remember. Oh no, I think that's after the wedding. Okay. So my notes after the wedding, I must admit, are not as full as my notes before the wedding. <laughs> that that usually happens. You know, you start off with good intentions, and you're like, I'm gonna write down everything that's interesting, and then you get like an hour in, and you're like, eh, it's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on day one of their marriage, it it was kind of weird how this movie, like, they show her getting ready, they show her in the car, then they, like, show them the morning after, and I was like, you could have done, like, the reception. Like, there's no, like, yeah. video footage of the reception, so you could have yeah. had fun with that, but they didn't. They didn't. <laughs> I mean, I know they probably didn't have the budget to pull off a full fake royal wedding. Yeah. So they, they cut from, like, inside the car with her mom, basically, to, like, oh, here we are, married life. Like, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have loved it if, uh, like, they had a fake Elton John or something. <laughs> oh, that would have been so mint. <laughs> <laughs> or a fake Oprah. <laughs> but they didn't do any of that. And I was like, ah, oh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's day one of their married life. And he says, can we make a baby now? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, a, yeah, he's like a little kid. Oh, can we make a baby now? <laughs> and she's just kind of like nods. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, they talk about the cookbook cover because she wants to make a cookbook with the recipes from that kitchen and then have, like, the money go... Um, to the kitchen so they can continue helping that neighborhood and helping themselves. And um, there's like three options. One that has her face, one that has like pictures of her with the women working at the kitchen or a picture of tomatoes. And initially she's going to go with tomatoes because that's what Leonard wants her to do. Right. And Um, then she talks to her mom. Oh, yeah. Oh, but before she talks to her mom, she goes to an event where uh, Bridget is. Oh, boy. 
Oh, the Bridget. <laughs> Do you remember exactly what she said? I don't have the exact wording. I just remember the gist of it. Yeah. She says something about like, so how is it to like look in the mirror every day and know that you're a hypocrite, that you're never going to be good enough and that you're yeah. lying about everything? <laughs> it was like, Jeez. whoa. <laughs> Brutal. I thought direct communication simply wasn't done with the royals. <laughs> I know. We go from like everything being so subtle and just like slight looks to just being like, so how's it feel to be a piece of crap? And you're like, whoa, what? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't remember. What was, do you remember her reaction? Did she, she didn't really slam dunk on her um, that, that way. I was hoping that she would like really take her down a peg. She does with a her little. response. She's just a little like, bit. She's just like, oh, uh, by the way, you haven't curtsied. <laughs> Boom. She <laughs> takes the high road. You know? Yeah. And then uh, she curtsies and kind of looks at her like, ugh, and <laughs> walks away. And then she grabs Harry. Megan grabs Harry. And she's like, I need to leave the country. <laughs> yes. This is like Megan's tiny breakdown. Uh-huh. This is probably meant to be like one of the big, you know, show stopping, like, oh my gosh, what will happen moments in the movie. But it, again, it never really like lands that hard. No, because the next scene, she's just hanging out with her friend in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And she's back in like, you know, less than five minutes of movie time. (laughs) Yes. She has like one conversation and the conversation gets interrupted by a bout of morning sickness and her friend's face is like, I bet you're pregnant. <laughs> of course, if you vomit in a movie. <laughs> and you're a woman. And you you're haven't a woman. been drinking. Then yeah. you're pregnant. <laughs> Bingo. Um, and then <laughs> Prince Harry, like gets a puppy for her when she comes back and he's like muttering to someone on the phone or something about like or no he's muttering to the puppy herself and is like you're gonna be Megan's favorite person in the world or something and she's like (laughs) you're my favorite and then she like sees the dog and she's like no this puppy's my favorite in the world (laughs) she's like you just lost two-fifths of bed space or whatever yeah (laughs) I forget their actual fraction but (laughs) And he's like, this would be the first member uh, of our family. And she's like, yes, but only the first. And he's like, oh, I, you mean you're, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Peregrino. I don't know why I'm giving Megan a British accent. I don't know either, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it's me, Megan Markle. <laughs> Uh, now you sound like Dame Edna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I think, oh, I think we actually, we missed one part, um, where Brit, did we get to the part where Bridget goes off on Caspian on live TV? Oh no, that hasn't happened yet. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, Megan goes to talk to Leonard and Leonard says, okay, now it's fall and you're going to wear more beige. And she's like, no, I'm not wearing pantyhose. And uh, <laughs> you can't make me. And he's like, all right. <laughs> and then she mentions that she's pregnant in a sideways way. And then he says, well done. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You really had coitus. <laughs> You really conceived that child. Well done. (laughs) I knew you could do it. (laughs) And she's like, thanks. (laughs) Oh, the pantyhose discussion. I forgot about that. (laughs) You will wear them. No, I won't. All right. (laughs) I know. It like really takes the wind out of her sails because I think she was really raring for a fight. And then she's like, we're having a garden party and we're going to do uh, and it's going to be at Buckingham Palace and it's going to be for the cookbook. And um, my mom's going to come because she's very important. And that's that. And he's like, all right. 
why? And he's like, okay, now I can respect you. You're standing up for yourself. Yeah, we've reached that point in the movie where he gives her the nod of approval. Like, okay. <laughs> Which, I don't know, maybe like just comes over time when you're yeah. around somebody. But it made it sound like she had not like spoken her mind ever before and now she finally had and he's like wow but it's like she's been speaking her mind since day one i don't know what you're talking about yeah there yeah (laughs) she she was like this is how this is what's gonna happen with the wedding like yeah there was no time when she was like bowing her head and doing what they told her to do the only thing was like she let him dress her and uh she um, initially was going to go with the tomato cover. Mm. And that was it. That was the only time she was like losing herself. <laughs> I don't want to chop celery anymore. I want to chop carrots. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, oh, okay. Will uh, says that she's being very pro-immigrant and it's very political and Brexit's going on. And we can't take sides. That's not our thing. And he wants to split up his household from Harry. And Harry is sad because they've always been a team. And that was kind of sad. Yeah. Um, this Is that the scene where, like, he looks over the old uh, family photos and stuff and, like, reminisces? Mm, no. I don't think okay. so. I think okay. they're, he's, like, sitting in the middle of a short sofa and will is pacing okay um oh and then megan and harry have an argument and he's like right i'm afraid you're gonna leave me because you're not gonna get what you need out of this whole arrangement and then how dare you doubt my love for you I was doing so well up until this point in the movie. I was like, I kind of like this actress. She looks like Meghan Markle. She feels real. Okay, I'm good. You know, it's not great, but it's fine. It got to this scene, and I was like, I don't believe this. I don't believe this scene at all. This is fake. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was a lame argument. Yeah. She wanted to paint her nails black, and he's like, why do you have to be controversial in everything you do? Could you stop it? And she's like, you don't respect me. And he's like, you might leave me. And she's like, I can't believe you would say that. And it's like, you are both ridiculous. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, her her black nail polish gets called out um, by the TV people, too, later. Yep. It does not go unnoticed. Yeah. Uh, oh, Leonard is on her side when she goes and talks to Leonard, so that's good. Yay! Gay fake character that doesn't <laughs> exist. Oh, did we mention earlier on she when she first spends time with Leonard, she's like, oh, you're like my fairy godfather, and he gives her the most withering look, like the hell? <laughs> yeah, there's like two different times where she tries to like lovingly touch him on the shoulder or the leg or something and he's just not having it <laughs> i mean i don't think anyone would want that to be said yeah of them but yeah i don't like, I'm, I'm surprised since he's gay he's like the fuck's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> like an american comes in and is like i'm just gonna touch everyone that's what you royals do right no that's... <laughs> no please stop touching me <laughs> Also, like, anytime, like, your boss is like, hey, I'm just going to be, like, super friendly and touch you, okay? You're like, no, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> I hope my, my coworkers never <laughs> listen to this, but I, I have a coworker who sits next to me, and she always, like, grabs my shoulder really hard oh, to so say weird. hello or goodbye or, like, gives a huge shoulder rub. And it's so awkward <laughs> when people touch you. At the workplace, you're just like, no. No, yeah. Do that. Like we're we're coworkers. Let's <laughs> let's keep this non-touchy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my first um, job in in college was one of those um, work study things, and I worked at the library. And the lady I worked with, I had worked with her for like two months because it was like for the duration of the semester. But I'd come in later, and then uh, I was gonna go away for the summer and come back the following fall 
And so she's like, oh, I'm going to miss you. And she, like, comes in for this huge hug. And I'm like, I've known you for two months. And I only <laughs> work here 20 hours a week. Like, <laughs> I don't know why you care. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, our levels of sadness here are way different. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I'll be back. And even if I wasn't, I don't see why it would matter. <laughs> Yeah, even though it's like a slightly awkward, I, I, I still, my, my default now is to always ask somebody like, are you a hugging person? Is it cool? No? Okay, fine. I feel like that's 10 times better than just assuming someone's a hugging person and just grabbing them and they're like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Leonard's on her side. And then we get to Bridget. Do you want to talk about how Bridget comes into her own? Oh, Okay. Yeah, Caspian's doing his usual tearing Megan down thing. Like, he's calling out her black nail polish. He's calling out everything about her. Um, and he get, this is where he gets, like, really mean. The meanest we've seen him on TV. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Bridget's just like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. Like, well, not, <laughs> not in so many words. But <laughs> she's like, I've had it. You're mean. You're a bully. And I can't stand this anymore. And I think I deserve my own show, don't I, audience? Like, she turns to the camera. Because that's well, his um, slogan is, am I right? And then am she's I like, right? <laughs> so then she's like, I deserve my own show. Am I right? Like, kind of mocking him. <laughs> and he's like, we're on. We're on live. She's like, I don't care. She just stands up and walks around the studio. <laughs> like, yeah, she, she owns the place. Yeah. Go Bridget. <laughs> yeah, and that's like the only time we see the press being racist because mm. he does mention something about like, oh, I wonder how this kid's going to turn out if he's going to look like, what does he say, burnt and frizzy haired or something? Like oh, that? God. I, that's right. That was awful. <laughs> I don't blame you for like repressing the memory. It's, like, it's <sighs> real bad. Um, so that's I, the thing that like I think sends Bridget to the edge. Yeah, did you see that article someone posted on Facebook recently um, that was, like, comparing how the the UK press treated Megan versus how they treated uh, Kate? Um, I saw that it was shared. I didn't actually open it and look how they treated them differently. It's unbelievable. Like, every step of the way on every single thing, like, any changes Kate made to her wedding, the press was like, oh, a wonderful breath of fresh air and everything... Mm. That that was done by Megan. They were just like, "Oh, look at her bringing in this low rent rabble," and like, "Oh wow, <laughs> it's it's so obviously racist. Like, it's unbelievable. It's crazy." So yeah, screw the press. <laughs> um. Oh, <laughs> the thing is, is like, it's a fun scene where Bridget comes into her own, and it's kind of like good to like. For the audience to be like, yeah, screw you, Caspian, you're terrible. Um, but then they like put a little button on it where Megan's like at home watching <laughs> Good Day UK and she's like nodding, like, yeah, Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what did they say early in the movie that they had a an Instagram friendship or so, she followed her at one point? I yeah, don't, I and they know. met once in person or something. But but I get the feeling that Bridget's not real either, so I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who Obviously knows? not us. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get so many notes. Like... I know. All the people who follow the Royals are going to be like, okay, here's the 20 things you got wrong. I'm going to like list them. <laughs> yep. Um, but Bring it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, f- I'm feeling Megan. I'm like, a, I'm full of myself right now. I'm ready. <laughs> You're going full Markle. <laughs> I'm going to own my mistakes. <laughs> um. But it was strange to think that Megan, like, watches Good Day UK. <laughs> I was like, why are you watching the show? <laughs> <laughs> they do actually establish earlier in one scene that she sort of reads what the press is, is saying. Because mm. I think there's one part where Harry's like, oh, don't pay attention to that. Yeah. It's scrum delicious nonsense. So <laughs> I don't know. Whatever he says. Uh Okay, what else happens in this movie? Um, okay, so there's a part here after the Bridget Caspian standoff where Harry is um, looking at a photo of him and his brother as children with their mom. Mm-hmm. And he carries it over to the fireplace. 
and the way that they shoot it is like over his shoulder looking down at the photo and but behind it directly is the flames and mm. i was like is he gonna throw this family heirloom in the fire <laughs> but he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> they just cut to a scene of uh him and his brother and and uh you know the princess of the people <laughs> all having a nice moment at the piano where uh princess die is like you know oh you've got to support each other you're a team let's sing a song yeah <laughs> yep oh and then um the bridget has her own show right and uh <laughs> She she's sitting on the couch with a black man who looks, quite frankly, confused as to why he's there. <laughs> he looks like they just plucked him off the street and he's like, uh. <laughs> uh and then she's like, let's uh, go over everything that Megan's done this year. <laughs> and then they show some old footage um, from their fake show of Good News UK. But then they start like showing stuff inside the apartment that they couldn't have possibly had footage of. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so then it just turns into a longer montage where we reestablish everything that's happened in the movie so far. <laughs> yeah, we were there. Thank you. <laughs> and then Harry takes a walk with the dogs and Megan and Megan's pushing a pram. And they look down at little Archie. And that's yep. it. <laughs> yep. On the sun-dappled streets of wherever the hell they live now. Right. <laughs> I wonder if we're going to get a third movie where it deals with uh, them breaking away from the monarchy. Oh, probably. Hmm. Well, I hope you'll have me back for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they have that, I'll, I'll bring it back. <laughs> ah <laughs> uh, man you know what more to the point i hope they bring back uh all of our favorites from this movie that don't exist like leonard <laughs> leonard <laughs> and bridget <laughs> and bridget and the killer corgi that bites <laughs> and i hope the queen gets to do more vulgar things that she would never really do <laughs> oh gag me with a spoon <laughs> She gets fake bogeys from someone and she's like, I don't think so. Yeah, and the other guy in the royal family is like, oh no, it's wonderful. You put them in your nose when you're going to make a public appearance and the commoners go mad. I do it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, excuse me. Hmm. I think we're uh, at the time where we can give this one to five stars in terms of quality and... uh, one to five bogeys in terms of uh, <laughs> how mockable it is. So okay. what would you give it? All right. I'm sorry, but I got to go like one and a half stars on quality. Mm. It's it's pretty shoddy. <laughs> it's it's obviously cheap. They can't show the wedding. Like, I don't know. The acting's in a lot of cases is not great. No. Um, so that's where I'm at. <laughs> as I far feel as m- like there was like five locations in this entire movie. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of like probably shot in the same uh, nice apartment. Uh huh. Kind of stuff. Speaking of which, that's a nice apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> five out of five stars for the apartment. <laughs> yes. Whoever it is that lives there. Good job. <laughs> Um, yeah, as far as mockability goes, I mean, uh, I'd go two and a half. I guess we got some mileage out of some stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think I agree with you. Other than that, the two scenes, the one with Charles and the one with her mom, everything mm-hmm. else felt very fake. Um, yeah. part of that was just cause they didn't have the money to make things look more real. And part of it was the the acting was not that good (laughs) yeah um especially uh, coming off watching the crown where like oh gosh they're shooting at actual palaces Uh and And then you're like yeah yeah they're in a cramped little (laughs) three bedroom like all right yeah and 
their attention to detail with the crown is like crazy. Like they have a whole staff that like makes sure like, okay, this is the right handbag and this is the right tiara. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then this is kind of like, yeah, you get it. <laughs> put her, put them in a nice dress, you yeah, know, it'd yeah. be fine. <laughs> um, But yeah, I thought, I mean, there were definitely moments that were funny, um, but uh, they were kind of few and far between. But I mean, it was short. I'll give the movie this (laughs) much. It was short. This is true. This is true. (laughs) I appreciate them cramming it with commercials when they showed it on TV. (laughs) That montage at the end really did feel like, oh, crap, we made the movie too short. How do we make it longer? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, oh boy! There was no reason for it. No, no, there really wasn't. Alrighty, well, huh. well, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> well, I hope you had a royal time. <laughs> oh, I did. It was monarch, monarchastic. I don't know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it was a fancy adjective for real. <laughs> Scrum tralescent. <laughs> Um, yeah. Thanks again. I have nothing to plug except, right. you know, w- go watch The Crown instead. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a good bit of advice. Watch The Crown instead. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we will see you in a month. You can follow the show at N-A-B-M podcast. <laughs> yes. N-A-B-M podcast. <laughs> and, uh, you can go to the show page at not another bad movie podcast at libsyn.com. Libsyn spelled L I B S Y N. And if you want to send us correction emails, that's fine. Not another bad movie podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>